Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's A Disciples Tidbit. So what I want to talk about today kind of piggybacks off of the um, the podcast from Monday about politics. And if it's one thing that they always say you should never talk about is religion and politics, but I'm already talking about religion, so I guess I'll talk a little bit about politics here. So what I want to say is probably not what you think I'm going to say. What I'm going to say is, is that basically every single Christian out there, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, if you're listening to this as a person who is saved by the blood of Jesus and his resurrection from the dead, then I'm going to tell you how your position should be in terms of politics. Okay. Now, this isn't meant to tell you a particular way that you're to believe if you're to believe in this particular political party over this political party. What I think that you should do I think you should be a good citizen. I think wherever you are, whether you're in the United States, maybe some Western European country, maybe you're even somewhere else like India or China or whatever else, you are so far as to what uh, they're telling you in terms of not disobeying God, hopefully that makes sense, um, you are to obey them in all things except when they tell you to disobey God. Meaning that if what they tell you to do goes against what God would have you do, i.e. if you are not then to uh, uh, preach the name of Jesus anywhere in the public square, well, guess what? You're not supposed to obey the government at that point. Um, if, if, if they force you to divorce your spouse for some reason, then you are to disobey the government at that point because clearly they're telling you to do something that God tells you not to do. But if it's just simply a thing of you're to pay more in taxes, well, guess what? Render things that are Caesar's and then render the things that are God's to God. So obviously we have that caveat. We have that understanding. That being said, I don't think that Christians should be so partisan that they end up compromising their ability to share the gospel with other people. Because let's think about this for a second. If we start getting so hyper-focused on our political views that we can't see past those and that we're not going to share the gospel with this person because, well, they don't hold to my particular political belief, so therefore they don't deserve the gospel. Um, Or, likewise, if you have a particular set of political leanings and other people don't like it, and you try to share the gospel with them, that's going to cloud your witness. That is not going to be a thing that is they're not going to want to listen to you about, right? And who knows? Maybe that's already been done. Maybe you've already been hyperpartisan and stuff like that. I went through a period of time where I was hyperpartisan for a while myself. However, I have since come to the other side of that. I still have my political beliefs. I think every Christian should definitely have their political beliefs and whatnot, because again, I believe we are to do our civic duty, whatever our government requires us to do, so long as it doesn't violate the word of God, that we should do those things. We should go vote. We should have a political opinion, because that's how you're going to vote, right? Because you're going to vote one way or another. You can't just simply you know, vote some neutral Uh, faction or whatever. And and that being said, too, I would think that any political candidate you vote for should probably reflect your biblical values as a Christian. Okay. But all that said, basically, this tidbit is to basically encourage all of you to not be so partisan. And the reason why I don't believe you should be so hyper-partisan is because all of this is going to get burned up. All of this is going to go by the wayside. All of this is going to be ultimately destroyed 
and the kingdom of God is going to be established on this earth. You all know that I believe in a plain sense interpretation of the scriptures, meaning that the book of Revelation is a warning of coming judgment and is going to be awful. It is not a largely symbolic book that we symbolize away. And I won't go into all that. That's another podcast for another day. But basically that the judgment of God is coming. If you've listened to this channel to any degree, I just finished a series called The End is Near, and I believe that the end is truly near. So we don't want to compromise the gospel with anything that could taint that. Now, that being said, obviously, if you have been super hyperpartisan and maybe you're like me and you're coming to the other side of it, then obviously you let that no be known to your circle of influence. Those who are around you, you, you could just simply say something to the effect of, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like, you know, the political divisions have become so great. I kind of just I have my opinions, but I'm not going to be so hyper crazy about it and stuff like that. And you start toning down your own rhetoric. They might be more inclined to listen to you about higher things, things of God and that nature. Um, you might be able to have civic, uh, civil conversations with those people again, because we are super hyper divided in the Western world, and especially the United States of America. So that's what I would encourage you to do is to try to not let your politics shroud your potential witness to tell another person about Jesus Christ. At this point in the podcast, I want to reach out to you. And if you have never done so, if you have never entered into a saving relationship with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to invite you to do that today. All you need to do is believe. Believe that Jesus is who he said he was. He was God in the flesh. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Confess him as Lord. And the Bible says that you will be saved if you do that. If you truly believe in your heart that he is who he said he was and that he did exactly what he said he would do for you, you will be saved. It is simply that easy. A lot of people say prayer, prayer. And that's great to confess and put your mind and heart and everything through a process, if you will to embody what has already taken place in your heart by simply praying, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. And now I confess you as Lord. Please take control of my life. And I want to follow you for the rest of my days. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. That's all you need to do. And your life will change. Your life will change not so much materially, not so much in terms of the world, but your life will change in your standing before God in that you may know that you can have eternal life. The Apostle John wrote that when he was pinning 1 John. He said, I write these things to you that you may know that you have eternal life. Not that you can hope, not that you can wonder, but so that you can know. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast.
I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. If you'd like to get in touch with me for any reason, I have the links for the social networks that I am connected on in my bio for this podcast. I'm also available at Gmail at DisciplePOV, that's D-I-S-C-I-P-L-E-P-O-V at gmail.com. If you have anything that you would like to convey to me, such as something you agree with, something you don't, or anything else, or if you did receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, I'd love to hear from you today and to assist you on your new eternal journey.